0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Positron Group and Wayback Water bring you this incredible in-depth interview about one of the most mysterious glands in the body, the pineal gland, and how melatonin works in the body. If you are interested in new knowledge about the body and would like to get yourself some of the most hydrating water in the world, go to positroninfo.com. P-O-S-I-T-R-O-N, like Nancy, info.com. We wish to thank Dan Nelson and the Positron Group and Wayback Water for caring that It's Rainmaking Time bring you the greatest new knowledge and discoveries we can find around the world. Enjoy this wonderful occasion with Dr. Walter Pierpoli live in Lucarno, Switzerland. This is Kim Greenhouse and It's Rainmaking Time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse, and we are live in Switzerland with Dr. Walter Pierpoli. He is one of the great anti-aging scientists, researchers, and doctors that's going to blow your mind. And today we're going to have him introduce to us his discoveries with respect to the pineal gland and often ignored gland and function in the body, how the hormones really work, what is the life-generating molecule? He is the author of The Melatonin Miracle and The Key of Life, The Reversal of Aging with Melatonin, prefaced by Phil Mikens. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the great pioneers of our time in health and wellness and prevention, meet Dr. Walter Pierpaoli. Welcome to It's Rainmaking Thank Time. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> I think I deserve an award to accurately pronounce your name, and it's a delight to be with you in your home today. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. so much for having uh, me. Thanks
1: you for coming from so far to see me, a poor uh, hidden scientist <laughs> 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 on the top of a hill in Switzerland on Lake Maggiore. <laughs> I think it's very curious that you are here, also not to believe uh, that you have so trust on me. Probably there is a hidden reason that you don't want to age tell the truth <laughs> it's not
0: hidden it's definitely not hidden <laughs> a woman will never tell her age and so we we have even more of a vested interest because we don't want to talk about it
1: <laughs> i think we have to age uh, uh, so to say or not to age uh, joyfully <laughs> that is my principle and uh, to reject any kind of suffering uh, this is why we're principle in fact uh, i started uh, already when i was very young uh, Believing that life can be changed, can be, uh, can be prolonged. That, uh, because somehow I was never accepting what is considered to be true <laughs> or to be uh, accepted. I, I could not. It is uh, just in my, in my genetics. And uh, I have been uh, always uh, helped by my unlimited optimism enthusiasm which has been following me all my life because i could overcome so many problems thanks to this attitude nothing can put me down nothing at all and especially the belief that we have to age that we have to suffer that we have to undergo diseases that we must face diseases that you must decay and so on it is not acceptable we must win what has been considered for millions of years the destiny of man I do not believe it because I do uh, profoundly believe that man can understand what he is from where it comes and he can be really uh, the, how to say, artefice artefice, you say, the maker of his own destiny and modify it to his own will Without arrogance, but simply because we are able to understand what we are, what we are, go- where we are going, and how can we really reverse aging, and therefore understand really how life can be beautiful if you are not afraid of death.
0: Talk a little bit about the whole system's premise that you have, because you look at the body as a whole system, not just in little parts, and how... The hormone relationship has been misunderstood.
1: I think uh, all the specialists, especially from the end of uh, from the sixties, uh, the, the process went on about the, uh, the specialization. So uh, medicine became a specialization. The body was pleated into many pieces with specialists taking care of a piece. It's the opposite of what I was doing all my life to put the pieces together, but for, unfortunately, people they uh, land uh, with uh, specialists and uh, of course with all kind of uh, diseases or problem, and that is a, a disaster in my view. Um, so from the very beginning, I uh, already at the time in the sixties. I started in Davos, in the Research Institute, uh, running away from Milano, where I I had a very good position, but to be isolated on the mountain for 10 years, (laughs) 1,600 meters in Davos. And I started thinking that uh, the body must have a a center regulation. And I had started already in Milano in the early 60s, to be uh, busy with studies of the pituitary gland, the, the hypophysis, uh, I was always being fascinated by the fact that this gland, tiny gland, like a p sm- a p in the middle of the brain, uh, on the bottom of the brain, and uh, on the in a hard uh, in a ra- envelope, the Sella turcica, would be so important because uh, it produces the main hormones and uh, so I, I already at that time with a drilling machine and poor rats under narcosis, deep narcosis <laughs> I was drilling there in the bottom of their skull and uh, uh, sucking off the, the pituitary gland yes, because already in the 60s, I mean more than 50 years ago you can imagine so I was uh, interested for uh, different reason and then I moved to Davos simply because uh, uh, professor Sorki whom I had met in Milano in 65 um, uh, solicited my interest because he was an open-minded man I hope he is maybe he's is not dead I didn't see him for a very long time and uh, we started at that time to uh, study the relationship, I, I cannot enter into details explaining why and how we, it occurred to me and to him that uh, we should study how the immune system is uh, regulated. The immune system was, is not uh, uh, autonomous, autonomic. The immune system, let us say, the, the whole uh, lymphocyte system, the macrophage, uh, the NK cell, which at the time didn't uh, exist at all, are under a regulation. They cannot escape what? Hormonal regulation. At that time, we started studying how hormones can regulate the immune system. Imagine, the work we did was so intensive that uh, in 1972 we had in London a SIBA study group conference uh, uh, with the title Hormones and Immune Response where we have shown with many experiments, how the hormones control everything in the immune system. And then I worked about 20 years with the thymus. The thymus, uh, under the sternum, is uh, the source of uh, T-cells. T-cells are the cells which control cell-mediated immunity. They control our resistance against viruses, against parasites, against bacteria, and what? Against cancer. Because cancer cells, which sit in our body everywhere, are under non-proliferative control by the immune system. But the immune system is under control of the hormones, and the hormones control everything. So, you can imagine that after 50 years, I still persist in this idea to the extent that now I can demonstrate in mice, but also I'm trying in men, it takes a longer time, <laughs> reversal of aging. Because, uh, in fact, there is only one aging, one way of aging, and one way how can we stop, delay, and reverse aging. There are not many ways. And if we know the mechanism by which the body is controlling its own aging or not aging, we can prevent aging and we don't need anything else than to uh, intervene in the mechanism which produces aging, which is a program in our brain. Very simple. So the hormone uh, taught me a lot of work, a lot of publication, a lot of conferences, and many and uh, they in 87 then much later the stromboli conferences uh, a lot of hormones but all uh, are uh, consonant with the idea that hormone control the immune system the antibody production cell mediated immunity control of our own body or of everything in our body but there must be a central controller Therefore, at the beginning I was confined, I was concerned only with the pituitary gland, the hypophysis, yes, producing the five most important polypeptide hormones. Polypeptide hormones means that these five hormones in the pituitary gland, don't forget it, are fundamental but they're also dangerous because uh, uh, an overproduction or oh, one of this hormone or the other and the desynchronization so five hormones, prolactin, growth hormone, TSH, gonadotropins, ICTH the five, uh, uh, I call the, the player of the hormonal orchestra uh, uh, um, uh, they, uh, they must talk to each other the moment these five hormones don't talk to each other or oh, one is too much, what? Disaster so i started thinking that we have a, a hormonal direction and hormonal synchronization at the beginning of course i uh, i was thinking that it is in the pituitary gland the pituitary gland controls the thymus controls the immune system and we publish a lot of paper uh, and uh, only much later i realized that uh, the overproduction of pituitary hormone, Biprolactic, Gross Hormone, TSH, is a a disaster because all of them, all of them are carcinogenic. And overproduction of this polypeptide pituitary hormone is a disaster because not not only they, they synchronize the harmonic function of the pituitary gland, but singularly they can be carcinogenic, and I can tell you what kind of tumor they can produce so the control of the pituitary gland was very important but there was a missing stone who is controlling the the orchestra (laughs) the orchestra must be controlled it is not auto-controlled it is a hypothalamus in the upper section of the brain so we have the hypothalamic center the hypothalamic center control the pituitary gland, but also I control another gland which came later, welcome, because opened my mind to anti aging, to the reversal and control of aging, is a pioneer gland, Epiphysis cerebri. Epiphysis cerebri was considered until um, recent, many years, a few years ago, a, a, a negligible uh, residual gland with, of, with no with no meaning or no significance, on the contrary it is a director of the of the of the uh, of the the hormonal orchestra, it's a pineal gland. The pineal gland uh, through circadian uh, uh, rhythm rhythm of melatonin release uh, controls uh, day and night circadian cyclicity of hormones, because the hormones they follow day and night cyclicity. And every hormone at its <coughs> night and day uh, release. Let us say, uh, cortisol has a, a night and day cyclicity, up and down. Gross hormone, contrarily to uh, goes in the opposite way, day and night, then cortisol. And prolactin. Every hormone at its own day and night cyclicity, circadian uh, cyclicity. Yes? Rhythmicity and uh, uh, of course uh, uh, there must be some uh, control of this hormonal orchestra which is basic for the control of what? For the control of immunity. Immunity, what is immunity? That you are self and not non-self, that you resist infection, that you can control your body, your tissue, your cells and also tumor cells, which are sitting there, but don't proliferate. Therefore, the central control of immunity is fundamental for maintaining of health and for avoiding all kinds of diseases. You cannot imagine the amount of work I did with the thymus, because it was considered that this lymphatic gland behind the sternum uh, was considered to be the H clock, the desk clock, any, any kind of uh, possibility was open. I spent a lot of uh, years making a lot of experiment uh, with newborn mice uh, uh, under the uh, gen-free condition, as all illustrated in my uh, CV. In my CV. <coughs> Incredible amount of work where I discovered that the time is important. Because the thymus is important for the evolution, ontogenetic evolution of the immunity and for the control of uh, the the hormonal system. The two systems are linked together, they talk to each other. During uh, uh, during our development, hormonal development in in the womb of of the mother, uh, this uh, developing system talk to each other uh, and uh, set up our immune system so I made a lot of experiments, all published, showing that uh, the, the, the immune system and, the, and, and the, the neuroendocrine system are linked together totally linked together. I demonstrated it in a most uh, uh, fascinating way and my first paper uh, important paper showing uh, what I'm saying now, the close, totally close relationship with neuroendocrine immune system was published in Nature in uh, 1967. Beautiful, big paper. It was not easy to publish such a paper on Nature. It was a revolution. (laughs) And uh, the the title of the paper was Relationship Between Thymus and Hypophysis. So the the main... uh, Source of uh, T lymphocyte uh, immune cells in the thymus and the pituitary gland uh, are closely linked together. I used two systems, very elegant system. One, I, uh, I injected uh, anti-pituitary serum in mice, and I sh- could show uh, ch- uh, uh, atrophy of the thymus blocking. the the, the pituitary gland with an anti-pituitary serum produced in rabbit and so on, it blocked the pituitary gland and the thymus became atrophic. It means that the thymus strictly, uh, which is immune organ, was totally dependent on on the neuroendocrine system, on the pituitary gland. And also I demonstrated by removing the thymus in newborn mice, that uh, there were a degranulation of gross hormone-producing cells in the hypophysis. That was a paper published on, uh, on Nature, you <laughs> can imagine 67. A Very revolutionary paper showing beyond any doubt that the immune and the cry system are linked together, they grow together, they talk together. And therefore, uh, the control immunity depends totally from uh, this uh, interaction and especially on the synchronicity of these events uh, after uh, development leading what to what this interaction leads to genesis of immunity growth fertility reprocreation therefore uh, reproduction and then the desynchronization the of this let us talk together that you stop talking together leads to the typical diseases related to aging and also to cancer. Therefore, it was a, such an obvious uh, conclusion. When I um, was looking for the, uh, the master gland, uh, frankly talking at that time, I was so much uh, uh, so uh, enthusiastic about the the, the, the pituitary gland, the hypophysy with 5 master hormone, that uh, I made a lot of experiments. There was something missing because sometimes I saw something, I made a lot of transplantation on gland, all sorts of things, incredible amount of experimental work until uh, um, I read a book uh, which was a congress on the pineal gland. It was completely unknown to me. And then started all the work on the pineal gland until, of course, I could start the experiment because then I learned the melatonin is produced by the pineal gland, what is melatonin. And then I took melatonin, I produced a capsule, I gave to my grandmother who died with 102 last year she took uh, melatonin for many many years and she was the first I was producing the, 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 the capsule in the laboratory you know and, uh, and then uh, came the famous story of course I in the meantime I did a lot of other work in other direction not only this because I was uh, very busy in transplantation immunity and many other uh, um, scientific uh, uh, projects. However, I always am used to follow one project, progressive, maybe I stop, then I resume until I have the answer. It takes years, it takes many years. But uh, uh, in, 80, in 85, in 80, no, 84, 83, 84, um, I started uh, reading about the pineal gland controlling uh, on, uh, cyclicity, you know, the during night uh, the cyclicity, the circadian rhythmicity. And then I started thinking that melatonin may be important to uh, control hormonal cyclicity because it is a gland and it is in the brain here in the third ventriculum and therefore it should be important. And But in my view the most dramatic experiment uh, we did in uh, uh, 70, because I started thinking of it much earlier, uh, in uh, uh, 77, uh, uh, I think 76, 70, no, 78, 79, uh, was an experiment because with, I thought if the Paniya gland is so important uh, for regulating hormonal cyclicity apparentities, uh, what happens uh, if we keep the mice at uh, constant light? <laughs> Can you imagine?
0: I would hate to be that mouse.
1: You know what happens. It's <laughs> Terrible. Disaster. It's a disaster. You know what? I kept, because
0: uh, it was a simple experiment,
1: but gave the answer, very dramatic answer. We are totally conditioned by, by day-night cyclicity, and that is why the pineal gland regulating this day-night cyclicity is too fundamental. If we would not have this input, these uh, uh, impulses, these uh, messages, from the pineal gland to the entire neuroendocrine system, we would be affected by all kinds of diseases. We kept the mice under permanent light in a cage. No, permanent in the laboratory, not even in the... In the uh, animal rooms, we had a modern animal room, we had all equipment. The University of Zurich, I did it. I was four years working at the University of Zurich after Davos. <laughs> I think several books would be needed for, <laughs> to tell the stories. And uh, what happened, the equipment is my, I said, if light is so important for maintaining hormonal cyclicity, consequently, the 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 immunological function we totally depend from hormonal cyclicity, and I have shown already with injection, with pinealectomy or with uh, uh, fbsectomy and so on. All the paper published in dwarf mice, uh, uh, mice without the thymus, in nude mice, thymic nude mice, by which in '72 I published a very important paper in Nature, also again about uh, interdependence between the thymus neuroendocrine system that was a very important paper on Nature, in 1972 with a thymus atomic nude mice they are without the thymus they have a terrific hormonal derangement of course <laughs> uh, so what this experiment taking keeping the, these mice uh, female mice and male mice always they mate, they reproduce, and then they grow always under light. So you imagine to be always permanently under light. Of course, the mice uh, gestation is 21 days. Uh, for weaning, you have to wait 21 days. So when the mice were uh, mm, uh, grown up, so to say, mature, ripe, I put them again, the the mice born and grown up under permanent light, they were kept under permanent light. They met again, they gave birth, new mice, permanent light, second generation, nothing happened. Let us wait. Third generation, nothing happened. We had to wait four generation under permanent light to see the disaster. And the fourth generation, the mice growing after fourth generation under light, they were crippled. They started ranting. There was a disaster. They didn't grow. They were sick because we had disrupted the basics of life. We have disrupted hormonal cyclicity. And these mice, I remember the smell also. They had a special smell probably they had some alteration of hormones and therefore the male was very peculiar. So you see uh, what happens if you disrupt hormonal cyclicity by living under permanent light. This is what I am saying now to my patients. Don't keep the children under light. In the night the room must be dark, pitch dark, because... We have to sleep in the darkness because in the, in the evolution of humanity there was no light in the night, there was darkness. Darkness is health, not light. Light is, can be even very dangerous. I, don't, I think there is a problem, a yeah, philosophical problem, already going back to the Greek philosophers who were saying, say, saying things like that with different words anyhow so this was the disaster then of course started the, 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 the great adventure of the pineal gland and then i started saying okay then i think and melatonin is needed to maintain cyclicity and then i did the opposite i put the mice and this is, i made many experiments with melatonin because as melatonin was known to be produced by the pineal gland and light was inhibiting growth after four generations with the hormone cyclicity of the pineal gland, obviously. And then is how I started with a famous uh, uh, mice experiment kept melatonin in the night and uh, taking it uh, for during the day because the idea was if maintenance of, of uh, melatonin production <coughs> is so important that if you make permanent illumination, you inhibit the pineal gland and melatonin production, let us do the opposite. Give melatonin to aged mice and see what happens. Now,
0: were they under light at night or were they in darkness at night?
1: In the night, they were in normal darkness. Okay. But you remember that uh, the, the mice are uh, night animals. However, they are in the dark. Right. I put melatonin in all control groups. So I made so many experiments. I simply giving, putting melatonin in a certain one hundred milligram microgram concentration, and so on, and so on. All written, and then taking the bottle. In the taking the bottle in the in the in the day or during the night, so I had the control group making the opposite. Yeah, and then uh, I saw a, a extraordinary juvenility maintaining effect of melatonin to aging mice giving melatonin during the night.
0: So they got younger. Talk about what oh, that means. They, yes, they
1: maintain juvenility, which is a melatonin miracle. The Melatonin Miracle tells a story, (laughs) very fascinating, very (laughs) well-written, dramatic. And so this is why Cyber and Schuster published The Melatonin Miracle. They were all um, fascinated, crazy about the story. Not only, because uh, I did another experiment with Volodya Lesnikov, uh, who is now in the States uh, already many years. Uh, He's a very clever operator. With miniature operation, and uh, we did this experiment. uh, um, mm, No, this experiment I did myself later. Cross transplantation, I uh, implanted, and this was published in the Annals of the New York, not of the American Academy of Science, uh, the best journal I believe in the states, where you must be invited. uh, by a member, uh, which was uh, Don McCann, And uh, I made the experiment where I transplanted a young pineal gland into the thymus or under the kidney capsule of an aging mouse. Let us say, you take a mouse that lives about 20 to 20, two years, two years, something depends on the strains. And I put the pineal gland from young for a young mouse under the kidney capsule, under the thymus of aging mouse.
0: Right. This is actually in the Melatonin Miracle, but go yes, ahead. Yes,
1: exactly. And then, of course, you could see a very impressive life prolongation by planting the young pineal gland into the kidney capsule under the thymus of an aging mouse. It prolongs its life. It is published, yes? And uh, the story of the Melatonin Miracle. And then the, at the third Stromboli conference, we brought uh, also the most dramatic uh, uh, element of the story. Because uh, not only uh, the pioneer can uh, prolong life, but it can shorten life. It is old. <laughs> we put, uh, uh, this, I think this is the most dramatic you can imagine, we took... Uh, uh, the pineal from uh, old mice implanted into the pineal of a young mouse. And the pineal of the young mouse was transplanted in the skull, yeah, in the same position of a, uh, a young mouse. And of course, uh, after one year, to my enormous amazement, surprise, uh, and delight, I was delighted, <laughs> of course, we could uh, not uh, distinguish the mice anymore because uh, all the old mouse. Uh, had become, uh, uh they remained relatively young or even younger. And the young mouse, with all the pioneers, had aged rapidly. After one year, you couldn't distinguish anymore, uh, the father for the son or the grandfather for the nephew. They were, the, look, identical. There is a famous picture which I still show of this cross transplantation experiment. This was showing beyond any doubt that we have a a, a clock in the pineal gland controlling not only by isolated but in my view also there is a mystery which we must unravel which is why such a tiny gland can produce such a dramatic effect Because the experiments we did later are even more dramatic in the sense that when the pineal gland ages, makes you age. It's controlling your lifespan, your age. Because uh, we put, uh, imagine, something incredible not to believe. The journal Anti Age Medicine published it. Also, it was incredible that uh, if you implant an old, very old pineal gland, imagine the pineal gland is so small like a dot at the end of a sentence. This dot is a pineal gland. Hard to believe, but... And this, of course, opens a completely new dimension of life and death, so the significance of the neuroendocrine system for controlling what we are and how we age or not age putting a very old pineal gland of a 22-old mouse, which is very, very old, in, under the kidney capsule, of uh, so removed from their uh, nerve-neural connection, so isolated, so it shouldn't function, but produced a precocious aging. The very old pineal gland induced a very early aging of a very young mouse as if the message delivered by the old pineal gland would be you are young but you are going to age quickly age 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 quickly and this is a message of the pineal aging pineal gland that is why we may we must maintain the juvenility of our pineal gland because we maintain the juvenility of the clock I mean the clock will maintain the juvenility of a neuroendocrine system your own juvenility this is why the discovery of melatonin and of course that giving melatonin will protect the pineal gland from aging is basically as an anti-aging measure
0: we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back 98 percent of illness has to do with the body's expression of an obstruction of the normal flow balance and distribution of energy that's happening at an emotional level. The body exists in a waveform of information and when it's blocked, it simply needs to be cancelled. Today's allopathic medical paradigm does not give you the speed and it doesn't give you the highest bandwidth of information, discoveries, and knowledge because it is shutting down the ability for solutions to come other than through its own mechanism, which is tightly controlled and regulated. It's the same mechanism that is turned on the American people and said, if you sell raw milk, if you grow your own gardens, If you catch your own rainwater on your own land, we're going to put you in jail. It's an environment now where if you talk about people that are healing and being cured, in fact, you can't even use the word cure in a public forum. You can risk going to jail and the leader of a public forum who's talking about cures and remedies can also go to jail. That's the kind of environment we're living in now. So we're not living in a free speech environment anymore. It's over. Dan Nelson is a physicist and a researcher who is the founder of the Positron Group, a health association that allows people to network, share knowledge, experience, expertise, and a private teaching school to help the members get to the root cause of their greatest health problems as quickly as possible. And when I say quickly, I mean at the level of fiber optics health solutions at the upper bandwidth and speed are what the positron group is about communicating and expressing that communication and expression needs to be done in a safe environment where everybody agrees that they have the right to free speech they have a right to discuss whatever remedies are working or not working for them and they don't have to worry about being put in jail for doing so So if you would be interested in learning new technologies and very quick ways to heal your greatest health problems, call Nancy at the Positron Group at 870-741-5877 or go to their website, positroninfo.com, P-O-S-I-T-R-O-N, like Nancy, info.com. Thank you, and back to the show. Okay, now, most of the melatonin made in the United States is totally different than the kind of product that you've made. I want you to explain what the distinction is and why what you've put together is dramatically different because it does something different. Talk about it.
1: I'm very sad uh, watching in the drugstore, everywhere in the dietary supplement shop all kind of melatonin 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 they are all melatonin which cannot function they are nothing they are junk they are uh, garbage because i explained to you melatonin is a signal to the body that it is night yes yes but if you Melatonin is secreted by the pineal gland because the pineal gland is connected to the nervous system. It's a signal which comes from uh, suprachiasmatic nucleus in the hypothalamus, is not just isolated. If you uh, uh, take melatonin like this without knowing what it is, uh, the composition you damage yourself because you don't know what it, when it will be absorbed, if or whether it will produce a peak when you take it. It will be quickly absorbed or delayed, and then you produce a disaster. Then you take melatonin. It must
0: produce a night peak. Why? Huh? Explain why it needs to.
1: Yes, because it should be the signal of the night. And then in a boy... Or a young man or woman, uh, the, the young melatonin produces a night peak between one to three. Let us say, in the normal condition, when you go to sleep not too late and so on, melatonin is produced like a peak. Melatonin has a peak as a cyclicity. The pineal gland as a cyclicity of pineal, of melatonin production, which is in the night. Therefore, uh, uh, if you don't take a melatonin able to replicate the peak, you destroy the peak, you destroy the night cyclicity of melatonin, and you damage the pineal gland. Therefore, all the stories about melatonin here, jet lag, sleep, are false, are misleading, are dangerous, are stupid are criminal. Melatonin can function only if you can replicate in an age or even a young person, sick person, the night peak. Therefore, uh, mm, I was taken by desperation. Apparently, it's impossible to explain what is the story. They didn't understand. Nobody can understand what is melatonin. Still now, 2013. I am sorry to say that uh, people don't know what melatonin, is. not even the doctor and not even the scientist. So I wrote uh, a book in Italy to explain this. There was a C- uh, an a w- w- interview. I tried to understand this. Not only in 80 uh, in 97 I went to Zurich to a company uh, which is per, dietary supplement, very, very good, serious company, Swiss company, with tradition, Stroyli, and we elaborated a formulation of melatonin where the excipients would allow that when you swallow melatonin, let us say 10, 11 p.m., this melatonin would land in the stomach, be dissolved slowly in order that it will be absorbed and produce a night peak and we did experiment between 1 and 3 because like in the young juvenile healthy young people like in children because you know the children before puberty they have a very high level of melatonin which drops at puberty at puberty goes down and keeps a juvenile peak until you are about 40 and then start declining uh, signaling your own aging from the pineal gland. Therefore, the maintenance of the night peak, juvenile night peak of melatonin by taking the right melatonin with the right ingredient producing the night peak is fundamental. Otherwise, melatonin does not only literally nothing, but can produce a derangement of circadian hormonal cyclicity because it gives a wrong uh, indication to to the hormonal system. And I expressed it in my books everywhere.
0: I experimented with melatonin from the United States some years ago, and it woke me up at 2 in the morning. My whole cycle was disrupted, and I remember saying to friends, this stuff doesn't work. I don't know what people are talking about. It doesn't work. In fact, I had a terrible reaction to it. I wasn't getting the sleep I needed. So when I heard about your work... I thought almost everybody in the world has missed the pineal gland. It's been kind of a lure spiritually for people. Uh, we found out that fluoride atrophies the pineal gland, but is it true that it calcifies over time? No. No? Does it, it calcify? It has been
1: shown. The pineal gland is a mysterious gland. There are many theories also from Olovnikov in Russia, fascinating story about the connection between some... Uh, Crystals in the pineal gland connected with the moon. uh, Oh, the magnetite? Yes, uh, yes. And uh, I think that is a way. But we are far from understanding this. I know only that you can maintain the juvenility of your pineal gland, which will control your body, everything, everything controlling, uh, by producing a night peak. And I produce this formulation which is still on sale in Italy, with a very severe prescription uh, formulation for production. very complicated. It's not just mixing like can that. Can you
0: tell the audience what melatonin is made from? Because you shared with me earlier today, and oh, I think it's fascinating. Melatonin is,
1: first of all, is a totally without side effect. You can swallow a kilogram, and thereafter you will be alive, because you'll be eliminated. Not because... <laughs> Once has given the signal, uh, it has done its job during mm-hmm. the night. So if you this, des- uh, melatonin is uh, generally by the companies which produce chemical companies, serious chemical company, I know them, produce melatonin. They take the, <coughs> the coffee remnants, you know, from Nescafe, you know, this kind of uh, material. After you use the cafe, it's very rich of serotonin. The coffee is very rich of serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter, a fundamental neurotransmitter of the brain. Serotonin is a precursor of melatonin. But from melatonin to serotonin, there is two steps of acetyltransferase and yomt, which is the second step. But, but it's incredible because it produces an acetylation, acetyl group and a methyl group. With a bio, bio, which are fundamental uh, for our function I mean uh, you don't live without acetylation and methylation melatonin which is a c- circle, circular molecule you're rotating
0: so it's ro- a molecule uh, actually mo-
1: yes it's a molecule which sta- uh, is produced by chemical synthesis pure identical to the natural melatonin because we couldn't uh, obtain it from vegetable because it would t- take the, the, the whole Amazon forest to make melatonin <laughs> enough for one of us is produced by chemical company by starting from serotonin from vegetable serotonin taken from vegetable because it's easier and it cost less and then turn to, uh, to melatonin by uh, uh, an acetyl group and a methyl group, acetylation and methylation with two enzymes. This process is a very tiresome, is very heavy because it involves a chemical process in our body, which is not easy and which fades and fails when we age. That is why aging melatonin, uh, in the aging pineal melatonin decreases, decreases, decreases. We become flat when we are flat. There is no night peak. We are ready to die.
0: That's why people, as they get older, they can't sleep, right?
1: Yes, obviously. This is linked also to melatonin. Yes, definitely. Uh, so melatonin is not a, a sleeping pill. Uh, is of course, can be used in a jet lag, because I use it uh, calculating the time when I leave. I go to California. I never had a jet lag, because I take it at the time. Before leaving, I take it the time when in Los Angeles, 11 p.m., and when I arrive, I'm perfectly uh, ready
0: to go. Ready
1: to go, yes.
0: I have a question that I know the audience is going to ask, and I asked you earlier, but I want to ask it again. Some people are concerned that when you take a supplement, that the gland that's doing what it's doing, and even though you're illustrating all the evidence that it atrophies, in other words, it gets smaller and smaller, and it stops working as well, and it produces aging. But if you supplement, will the fact that you're supplementing make the gland basically non-functional without the supplement?
1: This is... uh, (laughs) How do you say... I don't know how to classify this stupidity because it's not like that. There are it's some the people opposite. who feel that. Yeah, but they are biased by the the story that uh, hormones uh, of the feedback mechanism, that if you take cortisol, if you take gross hormone, you produce a damage, the pituitary gland produces a hormone because of the feedback. It's the opposite. If you take a melatonin, not only you don't produce a damage to the pineal gland. You maintain the juvenility of the pineal gland because the production of melatonin is a very uh, complex process taking place in the young pineal gland. Mm-hmm. If you want to maintain a young pineal gland, you must take melatonin because the, in the night, with the, producing the night peak, because obviously the pineal gland without a feedback mechanism. This is a retroactive message to the pineal gland. The pineal gland will not produce melatonin and go to rest. And during the rest, the pineal gland will be, will acquire new new force, new juvenility to the extent if you want to test it uh, in a person like uh, 80, 90 years old, try. Has never seen melatonin. He started to be frail, to be tired, to be uh, depressive, and so on. If he agrees, give him melatonin. In the very old people, he can restore vitality impressively, very impressively. From day to day, they go back because the pineal gland perceives the melatonin and helps to restore the activity of the pineal gland. But it must be melatonin producing the night peak. Not only to to the melatonin uh, right ingredients which produce the night peak between one and three uh, uh, in the night, uh, we add zinc. Because uh, zinc is a very important uh, uh, element in our blood which is decreasing progressively with age. If you want to know how old you are, just measure zinc in your blood. If zinc is low, very bad for you.
0: But who establishes the criteria for zinc? Because a lot of times, you know, in the medical field, I'm sure you've seen this for years, the levels keep getting lower and lower and lower. So they're constantly readjusted. So what would an aging person, what would their levels look like in the zinc realm? Do you have levels?
1: Well, I don't remember the levels, okay. but I know that you can restore. We have published a paper showing very clearly that if you give melatonin, only melatonin, you restore the level of zinc in the blood. It's published dramatically. So it means that melatonin is also fundamental to uh, for ion, ion maintenance. Don't forget the zinc. Uh, is an essential for the function over 200 enzymes is a very fundamental and you know why zinc is so important because zinc uh, in the island of Stromboli where I make the Stromboli conference uh, is full of zinc because the volcanic ashes and volcanic sand, volcanic stone, is full of zinc. So when life was generated on the planet, zinc was there and was immediately a very important element for life generation, zinc, and of course other minerals. But zinc is fundamental, in fact, is incorporated in over 200 enzymes. That is why when you restore the function of the pineal gland uh, by giving melatonin in the night, you increase the level of zinc because of obviously you improve the metabolic pathway leading to the absorption of zinc from the gut, which is decreased when you age. It's a disaster, you know. <laughs> and you, you, and that is why if you take melatonin, zinc, and selenium, I am not promoting melatonin. I am a scientist. I have a foundation. I am not a commercial peso, but I must tell the truth. <laughs> melatonin zinc selenium is a lifesaver. I don't know. It rejuvenates you. I have no doubt about it. And you can show it very simply with blood tests. I don't have to convince anybody.
0: There are some anti-aging doctors that are now doing 24-hour urine analysis, and they're adding melatonin, checking your levels of melatonin. Do you think that that's a viable test or do you? I th- think
1: it's completely not necessary. In my view, it's a waste of time or the money. Because if you take <coughs> melatonin, uh, and you have a decent life, uh, nutrition. I don't see why you should be so precise. You create your own uh, uh, cyclicity. You understand that the, the benefit of melatonin depends on the fact that you are, you are master. You. Tell your pineal gland, I give you melatonin. Now I create my own cyclicity because I want to maintain the cyclicity. But it's illusion to think, to measure melatonin and give melatonin when it's low. It's so complicated. is a nonsense. Because when you take melatonin in the evening the night, and produce in the night, peak, you maintain and create your own Psychnicity uh, is an act of supreme intelligence, what you are doing, because you help your pineal gland to keep its ju- juvenility.
0: So there's really, at that point, nothing to measure. People will ask, How much should I take? Is oh. it 3 milligrams? Is it 0.1? How As, do people judge that?
1: You know, we are very lucky because either we take 1 milligram, 2. Three or five makes no difference; is enough. But to be prudent, let us say you have absorption problem, your gastritis, you have colitis, we don't know. So better to take enough, sure that will produce the night peak. Three milligram is enough. But already from one milligram you can have benefit. Two milligram, but three is a prudential uh, value. Uh, I take three milligrams, everybody takes three milligrams is enough pure melatonin combined with a night peak, combined with zinc and selenium.
0: Doesn't melatonin impact the other hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, all the male-female hormones as well? And did I hear you correctly that if the melatonin and the pineal gland are working properly and you have what you call juvenility of the pineal gland, That the melatonin being released and peaking between one to three will establish a balance of hormones. Is that correct, or will definitely impact how they're communicating with each other?
1: No, no, it's correct. Okay. By creating the night cyclicity and restoring, also consequently. Uh, the cyclicity of all other hormones is the uh, orchestra director of the pineal gland and the orchestra in the pituitary gland uh, producing these five uh, right. fundamental hormones therefore <clears throat> by restoring the cycle the maintaining the, the message of the pineal gland uh, you automatically uh, restore the cyclicity of other hormones which is uh, estrogen, testosterone progesterone, Uh, and uh, uh, also... DHEA, maybe? Yes, DHEA, also the adrenal hormones, uh, all hormones, the steroid hormones, everything, because it's a a chain reaction, because the moment you give the message uh, day night, you restore the clock, you maintain the clock, the clock will give the message, night message, because all hormones follow... Uh, um, day-night cyclicity each one by himself but they are interrelated the problem of Ormo is not the amount of Ormo but they talk to each other synchronically it's synchronicity we are synchronic animals day-night synchronic we don't escape these laws to the extent for example that for me the measure of temperature is fundamental to understand if one is, go- is a good health or bad health because the, the, <clears throat> the, the metabolic rate controlled by hormones strictly uh, control the body temperature thermoregulation is a basis of health if thermoregulation is wrong you are going to get problems And this is under hormonal control.
0: Now when you say hormonal control in this context, are you talking about the hormones that I mentioned or the other ones, the top five, or the male-female hormones, or everything?
1: Yes, of course, the peripheral gland also. They are under control from the pituitary gland, of course. The the, 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 gonad, the testicles, the adrenal cortex,
0: uh, ovaries, ovaries. They are
1: under, strictly under under pituitary <laughs> control, of course. If you control the top <laughs> and you give maintain the top, uh, they automatically. We have done, uh, you know, when in uh, 2000 I made the experiment with 142 women, uh, preme- uh, premenopause from 42 to f- to 50, to f- from 50 42 to 52-year-old.
0: Perimenopause.
1: Perimenopausal, postmenopausal, etc. Giving only simply melatonin. And uh, astonishing. This paper, (coughs) I must tell this, when uh, 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 this dramatic uh, effect on the women, which uh, restore their cyclicity, uh, may disappear all the neurovegetative problems, you know, hot flesh, uh, uh, depression, all what afflicting the poor women. They dis- all disappear. Not only, the word women, three years after uh, uh, being menopause, they acquired the cyclicity. It's dramatic, especially, I don't know, because it was done in women south of Rome, which is a sp- a region of Italy, maybe it would not happen in the north, like in the south, but it is fantastic. When I had the result, and you know what happened, (laughs) this is a sad story, because I applied for the publication of this very important paper, also because we show that all women suffer of hypothyroidism.
0: Hypothyroidism
1: of women is suffering, especially for production of T3. T3 is uh, the gasoline, the active
0: hormone. The active right. hormone. Right.
1: And they dramatically lack T3. This is why the poor women suffer, because they lack T3. And uh, melatonin is restoring the level of uh, thyroid hormone, because it is a uh, uh, you know, so it's not uh, they are totally hypothyroid, so can still help in restoring. Because melatonin is helping in converting T4 to T3.
0: So for example, if somebody is taking the melatonin product that you produced and they happen to be taking thyroid like I take thyroid, I take armor thyroid, I should watch how I feel and then maybe check my levels later because they may be different, right? Yes, of course. I may not need as much thyroid after I start melatonin. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, I think um, I don't think that uh, the melatonin can help because is acting generally everywhere on the hormonal system. That melatonin can restore the, the hypothyroidism. I don't believe it. Uh, I can help improving. I see in thousands of patients can improve the thyroid function, but cannot replace the thyroid. So, but what happened when uh, the paper was ready for publication, I sent it to menopause in right. the u- United States. Fertility and sterility. United States, European Journal of Gynecology and Obstetrics, and uh, what was the fourth one? (laughs) I don't even remember. (laughs) These four journals that were frightened, you know what they did? They behaved in a devious way because they were afraid of publishing the paper because this would obviously uh, hamper this damage uh discredit uh, hormonal uh, substitution in women because women supply a lot of uh, they are supplied a lot of hormones for the companies producing hormones yeah right. Serono in uh,
0: And how many years that women took hormones that were like horse urine and terrible stuff Not even bioidentical. how many years? My yes. mother was part of that. You see.
1: Now this uh, terrible story, <coughs> awful story, a criminal story. From four journals, which should have been very happy to publish, for the benefit of women, the, the result of our trial, a serious trial, double-blind, uh, placebo-controlled, uh, with a measuring melatonin in the saliva of women. We did a lot of work. So
0: you did sublingual?
1: Yeah, okay. Yes, Le, uh, saliva, can, you can measure uh, melatonin from the saliva. An American fellow who did the test. We send these tampons there, uh, so it was a lot of work. When we were ready, say this is a glorious story for women. We there was a sabotage, there was a plot, because this journal, yeah, fertility and sterility, even kept him waiting, uh, cheating me for one year. Oh, you have to do that. You must change this. We did everything. Of course, it was uh, an alibi. And then, uh, after one year, suddenly they should have published. And they say, oh, sorry, we have no space. <laughs> and I was forced to publish this very important paper in a journal of gerontology. Experimental gerontology published that paper. and It is printed. But silence surrounded the story because it would be an enormous damage for the hormone producer, because women are the main source of money to the companies, producing all sorts of hormones, and the gynecologist, the doctor, they give this hormone. If they could give only melatonin, zinc, selenium, of course, it would mean a collapse of the sale of this hormone. You understand that?
0: Yeah, so a money supply would be... It's right. probably
1: these journals, they live uh, with a collaboration with uh, this pharmaceutical company producing hormones, obviously, because they publish the paper which are useful to, to sell hormones, you know?
0: Sure. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. I just want to take a minute or two and share with you that we really appreciate you listening and sharing with your friends and loved ones and colleagues And if you like the show, show it. Write something really cool, really nice on It's rainmaking Time at iTunes. We have our own store there. And like our Facebook page. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, feel free to do that. We send a bi-monthly newsletter out. And if you like it, share it with all your friends. Another thing we wanted to share with you is that somebody stepped in and started to do transcriptions for us. We have some transcriptions already done. If you would be interested, please drop us a line. We will be posting the transcriptions that are ready for sale. That's another way to assist the show. And for those of you who are in a position to donate $10 a month or $20 a month or more, please do so. Action speaks louder than words. We appreciate you. And thanks again for listening to It's Rainmaking Time. And back to the show. I wanted to go back to something that really struck me as you spoke with me earlier, here we are, we have this pineal gland and we have this biological clock and it's like a death clock. Yeah. My question to you is, I'm sure you spent many hours thinking about why do we have a death clock? Why a death clock? And why do we age so quickly? You were speaking about earlier how we could potentially live to be 110, 120 Definitely. years old. And you, you said it with real confidence. I listened to you. How come you're able to say it with such peacefulness and confidence when it's not in most people's reality? Like they're happy to live to be 80.
1: I think it's a disaster. Listen, that a human being can live to 110, 20, even over 20 has been shown by some cases. You know, in the you can see some women lived 120. You can now. There are more and many we don't know because they live in countries where they don't check. Like Okinawa check. or some... <clears throat> but believe me, uh, the, the clock of, women, uh, of men and women is expiring between 120 and 30. And of course, it is anticipated by diseases, by the nutrition, how you live, what you do, what you breathe, what you drink, what you eat, if you smoke, all sorts of, <laughs> you know... Uh, uh, factors affecting your longevity. But in principle I have a grand-grand-grandmother who lived 115 years in my family from my mother. We are all longeve we have a good genetics, but you know, we are now exposed to elements which didn't exist. I, when I was born the world was clean. When I was born in 1934, the world was clean. There were no, almost no cars. You could drink and eat everything at the different... The earth didn't contain pollutants, uh, all kinds of terrible uh, chemicals. It was a clean world. Now it's a totally destroyed environment. Totally destroyed. You, you go on the top of Everest and you find all the pollutants which you find... You find uh, uh, in the United States, in Switzerland, everywhere. You don't escape it. Because, you know, obviously, like radioactivity, you cannot escape. It comes from the clouds, from the rain. So what can we do? Help yourself. <clears throat> obviously, uh, there is a clock for, uh, for growing. There is an the, uh, uh, <clears throat> evolutionary clock, an ontogenetic clock. The clock is controlling. When you are born, is controlling your growth, is controlling you to your fertility, to that you reproduce, and the same molecule which control, for example, reproduction, gonadotropins are very important also for controlling immunity. There are wonderful papers showing how important are the gonadotropins for controlling immunity. Um, I, uh, one the participant in the Stromboli Conference is a very highly specialized in this field. <clears throat> and uh, so uh, then there is a, a clock. The clock is genetically inherited. Why, for example, uh, uh, development of different kinds of uh, degenerative diseases or cancer. In some families all die of cardiovascular problems. In other families all die of cancer. In other families develop the neurodegenerative diseases. These are not the majority. And I can take care of them very easily. Multiple sclerosis, Parkinson, uh, uh, I have many cases for many years under control. But uh, the main diseases killing us are new, uh, cardiovascular diseases, arteriosclerosis. Let us say 50, 60% of the population <clears throat> the killer, and the, the other group is tumors. other families are destroyed by tumor, all die of tumor. But why? It's obviously genetically inherited the tendency to develop those derangements leading to cancer or cardiovascular diseases. I have both of them under perfect control. Both of uh, these diseases, group of diseases, cardiovascular diseases and tumor can be perfectly. Prevented and controlled, even controlled, tumor. I don't care about tumor. About a developed tumor. I I, I think prevention. But cardiovascular diseases can be totally reversed. I have many cases of men come or women coming to me with high blood pressure, high glycemia, hyperglycemia, uh, hypertension, hyper. Uh, Cholesterolemia, not cholesterol. Hyperlipids, lipids very high, and finally, not in all cases uh, visceral fat. You know the fat in your bo- in your belly, which is typical of certain kind of uh, insulin. Person. But not necessarily you have to be fatty. You can be also seen like a need, like a, a like a pig. Uh, but uh, uh, these are different cases because I discovered also another kind of uh, uh, alteration of the pineal the pituitary gland which is a uh, like the hypophysis which is a determinant for producing arteriosclerosis I can tell all those affected by this kind of disease they can be reversed even in, age, in old people you can see dramatic recovery from cardiovascular diseases. How and do you do it? I mean, what is it? I do it. I do it with a kit. And then recently I also discovered this uh, tripeptide, which now I'm working on for a book uh, in the States, uh, which is TRH. Uh, this is, I call it uh, the, uh, the, the plumber's wonder because it takes the, uh, you know, from the, pipes from the pipes empty the pipes our arteries full of concrete you know full of uh, plaques it can be liberated yes everything can be done if you know how Uh, how nature can uh, tell you teach you how to reverse your own age so I am not talking about tumors they can be prevented but cardiovascular disease can be reversed for example I don't know, all diseases affecting the vessels, they can be reversed. It is easy. You apply a system where you teach from your brain, from your gland, master glands, you restore the hormonal cyclicity. Most cases there is a thyroid problem, pituitary thyroid problem. This is the main problem. And then you can reset the clock, and then automatically you will have a reverse. You will have a, a chain reaction, a cascade of positive ev- event from the restore clock. We, you will automatically teach your body to revert to a previous condition,
0: juvenile condition. Is it, a, it is obviously a regeneration, but yes. more. Yes. It's a
1: reversal, though, too. A reversal of aging, of course. A reversal of aging is a fact.
0: What do you think the role of DNA plays with respect to what you're talking about? I know you talked a little bit about how certain things are inherited. There's a propensity to this or that that's inherited. What is your take on DNA's relationship to, let's say, the pineal gland?
1: You have your own DNA and you keep it in good shape. That is what you have to do. I don't touch this because I'm not interested to to modify the DNA. The DNA is your own DNA. Obviously, it leads you to your longevity, to your early deaths, to diseases, because uh, you, are, you inherit, but uh, <coughs> you can modify it. If you are a luck, lucky person, you have uh, good parents, good grandparents, <coughs> and, <laughs> and you live long. If you don't, you simply have to follow your destiny. But you can modify your destiny by correcting a bad a bad DNA, which you have inherited. You can change the DNA. You just modify the expression, the bad expression of your bad DNA, which you inherited, yeah? I know people, <coughs> most of my friends are already dead, you know. Friends which were in the medical school, in the uh, primary, secondary, in in the gymnasium. They are dead. They are dead with 70, 72, 75. And so I feel myself, uh, uh, you know, a little (laughs) bit solitary. Uh, But uh, some of them are still alive. And uh, they are even 10 years older than me. My brother is eight years old uh, and uh, we, we talk to each other. Uh, you have a destiny because you, if you die of a heart attack uh, uh, when you are uh, 60, 50, 50, 55, 60, 70, you are And your lifestyle, you are smoking. Uh, you know, there are many factors concomitant to your uh, survival. Uh, providing, uh, uh, helping you to maintain your uh, health but uh, uh, the main role is genetical because if you have genetically tendency to have an alteration of pineal of the pro- pituitary gland where you produce high level of the uh, uh, mel- excuse me of prolactin you are doomed to cancer
0: i thought that was fascinating what you said about prolactin like in almost all cases of cancer if you measure the prolactin, it's completely out of control.
1: Yes, of course. I, don't, I didn't see any cancer in my patient, and I didn't count them by a the few thousand, and nobody, nobody of them developed cancer. Because if you restore the hormonal cyclicity and, and you reduce prolactin, which is the most dangerous uh, cancerogenic hormone, is prolactin, gross factor, Prolactin with misleading name, of course. <laughs> prolactin has nothing to do with that. And then you, uh, if you reduce prolactin, you prevent cancer. No doubt about it. Not only. You can reduce prolactin by activating the thyroid. Because if thyroid is low, prolactin is increasing. So you can reduce it. Also, glycemia. Hyperglycemia you can reduce. You can reduce simply by reactivating the The function of the of the thyroid gland, because one, the the, um, the specialists with diabetologists, the especially don't know that uh, uh, you cannot cure diabetes without uh, taking care of the thyroid gland, not of the pancreas, because i I can keep perfect control of diabe- type two diabetes, not type one keeping constant so level of, uh, uh, of uh, glucose in the blood simply by reactivating thyroid function. Believe me, the thyroid is mo- even more important than the pancreas, than the insulin, because you cannot modify <coughs> diabetes type 2 with that, and keeping under control the level of glucose, we don't need any drug, by simply reactivating a low thyroid function.
0: Part of the reason that I was so excited to come and meet you is that everything you talk about is relational. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's relational and you're talking about a whole system and not just a part. Not at all.
1: I am holistic medicine, but I have been... Observed. I call this uh, uh, integrative medicine. I found that in Zurich, my first research institute in 1980 and the InterBio Foundation Uh, and the name of the institute was Institute for Integrative Biomedical Research Integrative so you can call holistic integrative, but the system is impossible to believe that you can cure anything forgetting the, the, the complex of the body, impossible to think about it Uh, I could talk now for a whole week to tell you stories uh, uh, not to annoy the audience but uh, the principle is that we can understand why we age, we can uh, keep our uh, pineal clock or neuroendocrine clock in perfect condition able to give the right message to the body that the body will not get uh, infection, viral diseases, because virus cannot be eliminated. You have to keep the body able to keep the viruses under control. And then, uh, uh, be confronted for the first time with a great uh, uh, human defiance of human being. The, to, to Not to be immortal, not to live forever, but to defy the diseases of aging, that aging becomes a physiological process leading you, without any disease, to the, the expiration of the clock, which is between 110 and 130 human clock. Yes, not the cat, not the, and the mouse, not the horse, and not the dog. The humans have a clock, uh, which can bring us to 110, 230, uh, Yes.
0: With respect to taking the proper melatonin, it's not sublingual, is it? You just take no, it as never. a pill.
1: Because uh, sublingual, uh, rapid uh, absorbed, uh, this is a madness. Because uh, if it uh, sublingual, it is rapidly absorbed, it means it produces an early peak and then goes down. And then you... <laughs> Go to bed, take this one after one hour is already finished and you wake up in the night. Which is very, what happened to uh, me. Yes. Right? Sublingua. And the other crazy composition is a slow Creams. release. Slow release. Slow release means they keep you with a high level of melatonin for hours, which is very bad. It is disrupts the rhythmicity. There must be a peak. We are Peak. There is a peak. That is a healthy peak of juvenile people of melatonin between one and three. And the children have a very high level of melatonin and then drops at puberty. So, uh, no
0: doubt that
1: melatonin being sold, they are all wrong. I'm sorry.
0: There's even some creams that and were so made.
1: They do tea. Even tea with melatonin. Everything. In the United States. Because the truth is kept from the people. Truth is hidden. The truth is not uh, licit because truth can uh, can produce health and health is not uh, welcome <laughs> to the company.
0: I think that a lot of times when people talk that they use a lexicon, they use language that is sometimes uh, improper. And I've always wondered why does the anti-aging community of doctors call the whole field anti-aging instead of youth enhancing or longevity oriented. In other words, it's already a reaction against something. Language is very, very important and I wondered if you could rename the field, would you keep the anti-aging field named the way it is? No, I, now I think
1: anti-aging because aging is frightening people. Aging is uh, Terrible worry, I'm going to age, I have the first uh, symptom of aging, or p- pains, and so on. I think uh, we should not call it anti-aging, I would say, regenerative medicine. I would say that uh, <clears throat> we have, uh, with my friend in Rome, uh, we are establishing a, a, a well um, place in the internet where we will expose the concept because the future of medicine is regenerative medicine really regenerative and how you can maintain and keep maintaining health and most of the regenerative medicine will be regenerative surgery because you put something inside your body to regenerate the liver to regenerate the nerve to regenerate the pancreas, to regenerate the heart. So regenerative medicine is now, but uh, it's a total confusion. You know, people don't know what it is. And so they have uh, multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's, they run to Thailand to be inserted, to be injected, I don't know what, spend a lot of money, come back and get desperate. So uh, my main interest now is regenerative medicine and regenerative surgery, <laughs> and uh, and I would call I wouldn't call anti-aging medicine. I would call aging aging uh, aging reversing medicine, aging reversing because what I see a reversal of aging is not uh, stopping aging, a reversal of aging. Because if you delay aging, you uh, reacquired the juvenility and therefore is aging reversing. I would not call it anti-aging medicine.
0: Let's talk about something controversial, shall we? <laughs> Some more controversy. Yes of course. I'm pleased. A lot of times people look into the quote anti-aging field and you see so many different opinions and perspectives and it can also be confusing, particularly yeah. if you love to learn like me and you pay attention which this audience pays attention, it can be so confusing. And you can hear opposite things being (laughs) said. So the anti-aging movement, if you will, has been big on antioxidants. And the antioxidant push is, I think, misunderstood. Both the word, what it does, if it really exists. And I know you have a very different view on this. I don't know if you'd like to share a little bit about it. But maybe the basis of it, maybe you could share.
1: My Yes, my opinion, totally different. My friend, B. Riggelson, who died, unfortunately, would say bullshit, if you allow me. Antioxidant is bullshit. It's just commercial. <clears throat> because nobody has ever demonstrated that antioxidant in experimental animal can uh, postpone aging. Uh, you can recover by eating kilogram of it, vitamin D. By the way, melatonin is the most powerful antioxidant uh, molecule. Melatonin, but I don't believe that you could swallow melatonin every day in the spoon. With spoon, you will recover. You will can maintain your juvenile. I don't believe a bit of the anti-antioxidative. Uh, the
0: antioxidant anti- part.
1: Anti-oxidant. Explain. Yeah, I explain I the. also. Yes. uh,
0: You believe or just because you haven't seen the evidence for what it means? No, I
1: I don't have any evidence that with antioxidant you can cure disease, prevent aging or whatever. I don't have any. There is no
0: evidence. So is there something then called a free radical? Does a free radical exist? The body
1: takes care. The healthy body takes care himself of the the free radicals. It's a physiological process which is taking place every day, every moment. Of course, uh, they, they dif- for example, you if you smoke, if you take drugs, you drink, I don't know, obviously the body has to defend itself, but it has a mechanism of defense uh, itself. Uh, if you think of uh, the glutathione, glutathione, glutathione is our, glutathione is our uh, uh, natural antioxidant, I believe that we don't need any antioxidant. We have our own. Also because the body takes care itself of his own <laughs> integrity. If you and the problem is this. The, 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 if you correct the clock from the top and you maintain hormonal synchronicity intersynchronicity by taking care of your clock, the paneer gland connected with pi, uh, the uh, pituitary, with a hypothalamus, with a, with a gland, a peripheral gland. You don't need that to do anything because the body will automatically produce what is needed, uh, self-maintaining uh, uh, mechanism uh, providing what is needed to the body. We have to start from there.
0: But let me ask you something. You know, when you talked about when you were growing up, it was a clean world. The air, the water, everything was different. So if you and I right now are living in a highly toxic and polluted environment, can our bodies really defend?
1: I give to my patients, to all of them. I take every day five grams of vitamin C because we don't produce vitamin C. Better too much uh, than not enough. You know, I met... uh, Zengiorgi in the States many years ago. Albert Zengiorgi is a great scientist. <laughs> um, so, and I read his books. So I take vitamin C because uh, we are not monkeys, we are not dogs. We don't produce uh, acid, uh, ascorbic acid. And then I take also vitamin D vitamin D because of the skin and so we live protected we protect the skin we are stupid by the way (laughs) to protect so much so we want to be warm to be protected and so and we protect from the sun sun is good if it's not too much and so then what I take I take some iodine of course uh, mineral iodine Every day, two drops, and take, uh, I take some DHA. Not because I think DHA is so important, but it gives you the opportunity to have in your body some precursor as a mother steroid, is a mother of all steroid. If you have some kind of deficiency in the adrenal glands in the gonads, uh, it can help you to uh, synthesize what you need, especially in women. I saw that uh, DHEA is uh, quite uh, important. I give DHEA, melatonin, but most cases also thyroid hormone. Without thyroid hormone, you can achieve nothing. This is a global problem in the world, uh, is hypothyroidism. Do you
0: think it's because for many, many years that people stopped having good, healthy salt in their diet?
1: Partly is environmental partly genetic but partly due to uh, unknown factors afflicting as a pollution i don't know I started with ddt and now we have 3 millions of uh, xenobiotics on the in our environment we have 3 millions of xenobiotics xenobiotics are molecules created by man which are foreign to our body can you imagine
0: you don't mean antibiotics you mean xenobiotics
1: xenobiotics are molecules created by men which our body does not recognize cannot metabolize three millions xenobio- Xeno- oh, xenobiotics
0: okay.
1: xenobiotics can you imagine so how can you distribute myself from this mass is it possible untangle myself in this mess. It's impossible because uh, uh, it is impossible to know where we live, how we live, what we breathe, what we drink. The only way to defend us is to keep our body in the best uh, condition to react to the environment, for example to the viruses. Uh, If we don't, uh, the immune system doesn't keep us uh, uh, strong, we are affected by viruses. Viruses will, uh, will uh, we have viruses, we cannot get rid of viruses. We can only keep them under control, uh, by tumor cells. And you need cell-mediated immunity. I was working immunity for at least 20 years. The only way uh, to maintain your integrity is uh, natural integrity, body integrity, is simply to keep your body in harmony with the, with the environment. If you attack, you react. The problem now we have are children. Children are, uh, of course, uh, are in great danger.
0: Talk about the children. See, it's a very sad story.
1: Sad story because children come to me, Mother with children and then the father, desperate because the children, you know, we start now seeing the consequences of the environment we have uh, ruined. Uh, the children are the victims. I don't know. For me, impossible to believe that the children can grow healthy and become healthy adults and procreate, uh, and not to develop all kinds of uh, degenerative diseases. It's impossible. Because already now children are uh, sick. They have uh, hormonal problems. It's not that they don't grow. They may grow even too fast. Overfed, uh, light, environment, uh, all sorts of things. They grow, but they don't grow well. They grow sick. They grow with uh, hormonal alteration. And they are doomed to... Uh, to develop all kind of degenerative diseases. In particular, I can see children, hypothyroidic children, diabetic children, more and more, because uh, the, the pollutants are attacking uh, from all sides, and it's impossible. It's impossible now to change this environment. It's impossible to, uh, to reverse to the the previous state of the world—it's impossible. We have to maintain our capacity to keep our body solid, immunologically solid, to uh, to cope with uh, with uh, uh, with attacks of the environmental agents, uh, which are uh, millions.
0: What do you think about? the fact that children are vaccinated with so many vaccines. I am
1: totally against vaccine, totally. I don't want to enter into detail. I, I think it is time for the vaccine is finished. I don't believe even women being vaccinated for this uh, cancer of the Porsche you know, this young woman, they should be vaccinated. Oh, that's terrible. Okay. For me, this is a criminal story. Also, I don't believe that you can fight uh, viruses with vaccination, even influenza virus, because in fact uh, it is good uh, to be exposed uh, to the viruses and to the, bac- not to the bacteria, of course. You need antibiotics, but to viruses, because uh, when you get a disease, a viral disease, an influenza, a uh, cold, and so, this uh, very different, simple virus, very many of them. They, uh, you get sick you develop the disease but you develop immunity you give a push to your own immunity and so you become stronger after the disease so everybody gets sick me included <clears throat> but I am able to react properly to the disease and the disease makes me stronger not weaker because it awakes my immunity and if my immunity is solid I become stronger after the disease. You understand? Sure. But to artificially inject the virus, uh, it's crazy, you no? Know? I think this is a real, uh, very tragic story.
0: I don't know if many people know, but in the United States, as of a few years ago, the laws were changed to protect the pharmaceutical companies so that they had complete immunity hmm. and they could put anything they want in it. Vaccination. Yeah, but, uh,
1: you are not forced to vaccinate your children. Um, you vaccinate... are now
0: in California. Yes, you are.
1: Yes, I would run away from California because this is illegal. This is criminal.
0: It's uh, yeah. California's laws changed last year. Yeah, but they can. The schools be can vaccinate. They can now. They don't even have to tell the parents.
1: Oh, this is criminal in my view.
0: They do not even have to tell the parents. It just I changed. If be
1: a parent with children in California, I would take the children from the school. And move to another place is not to be tolerated this abuse in abuse a criminal abuse because uh, i know for sure also from patients stories of vaccination which have produced terrible damage uh, uh, degenerative diseases uh, neural diseases uh, all sorts of problems not only because of the um, of the factor uh, of the drugs, uh, keeping the, maintaining the the viruses, uh, the vaccine, but because of the consequences, because it can generate, uh, wake up other viruses, you know, you don't know what you do if you make a vaccination. It is not a, uh, <laughs> like in all the times, you know, like at the time of uh, uh, the polio uh, oh,
0: uh, or. Yeah. Well, the agents also that they're put in to go with the uh, main materials Mercurial, are the problem, Mercurial,
1: too. I know Timer-O-Zal, I remember perfectly, t Rosala to maintain the virus. I don't know what I, the vaccines, really. Uh, Do they
0: vaccinate children in Italy or I Switzerland?
1: In Italy, you are not forced. I suggest all my patients who have more children to avoid vaccination and they refuse. What about in Switzerland? In Switzerland, I think they encourage vaccination. But frankly, I am uh, authorized to be a doctor in Switzerland, but I never practice. So I get information, but I don't follow it. I don't know what they do in Switzerland.
0: (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Thank you for taking time out of your day to tune into the show. For those of you who love the show and you have not yet donated, please donate actually live in the fact that you love the show and you want to see it grow and you want to help us in large distribution and you want to show that you love the show so please donate generously it makes a huge difference usually most people that are tuning in can afford 10 to 20 bucks a month minimally to say thank you this show works on reciprocity and we appreciate whatever comes in with regard to donations We also want to thank all the people who have been donating monthly and one-time large donations. We've put donations in there from anywhere from $10 to (laughs) $9,999. Because there's a lot of people who have a lot of money and they want to see this go all over the world. So for those of you that are in that position, go for it. Thank you to our advertisers. We feel that a lot of the existing advertising going on on the Internet is inequitable, unfair, and unreliable, and we don't use it. We also don't particularly care for the existing advertising models. We find most of it parasitic and unreliable, but we appreciate whatever advertisers are with us. For as little as $200 a month, you could be an advertiser focusing on your new book, your new blog, your new product, your new service, and have pretty remarkable people that come in and listen to this show, and you'd be surprised who's listening to its rainmaking time. We have the top people in their field, whether they're known or not, best-selling authors, heads of industry, thought leaders in every field imaginable, pioneers, and very enterprising people you should really consider advertising with us. Also, thank you to the people that are posting comments to itsrainmakingtime.com. Thank you to the people that are posting on our YouTube channel, itsrainmakingtime at YouTube. Also, to itsrainmakingtime at iTunes. If you can go in there and share how much you love the show, it really helps grow the distribution. Thank you to the people that are sharing on LinkedIn and all the social networking groups like Facebook, Google, Yahoo forums, and other forums. Thank you also to people who are sharing via email and other capacities. And back to the show. Let's go back to TRH.
1: Well, that is a delicate...
0: uh, In what you can talk about, because I know you're writing a book on it right now but if you could even explain the discovery of it, what you understand it to be, and why you're so excited about it.
1: Well, I met this uh, interesting molecule without wanting, I just, uh, how do you say, stumped, I don't know, like... Stumbled uh, upon it. Stumbled upon it in uh, 1989 with my friend Changsian Yi, we, because after the, the discovery of melatonin anti-aging effect or aging, okay, aging delaying, let's yeah. say, effect, aging delaying, uh, I was very interested about uh, the, the mechanism by which melatonin would produce these effects. And obviously it occurred to me that it might be through the thyroid gland. And then we made the experiment in mice by injecting, uh, for example uh, melatonin and evaluating uh, in the blood uh, uh, thyrotropin TSH T3, T4 and so on and we also uh, made an experiment where we injected uh, the mice, treated the mice orally with which is a drug uh, blocking the synthesis of Thyroid hormone for the thyroid T34. This is a uh, uracil which is uh, used in hyperthyroidism, in basal disease, and so on. So, practically, we could see that uh, melatonin acts uh, independently uh, through, yes, it activates some thyroid function. But then we also tested TRH. Because TRH is called aerotropin releasing hormone. should be the hormone which, when the pituitary gland produces less TSH, you can see whether the, the pituitary gland doesn't function. It was discovered by Roger Guillemin, who got the Nobel Prize for this molecule, but gave the wrong name, because, <coughs> by the way, the TRH is only used to see whether the, the, the pituitary gland produces TSH. So inject TRH for under microgram and a venous that you see if your TSH will increase. But this is not a good test. And this is not a good reason for calling this tripeptide uh, TSH, TRH, TRH. So, uh, when we did this experiment, we thought that uh, TRH would uh, possibly that uh, would uh, influence melatonin level, and melatonin would affect TRH beyond besides uh, T, T, T3, T4, and uh, TSH. Yes, and we found now nothing at all. TRH is totally independent from the from the from the thyroid gland. Because, uh, in fact, uh, we made a, a beautiful experiment, uh, and you can read the paper in 1990 in uh, uh, journal of, uh, uh, what is, uh, I forget, but you can see it, a very important journal, and uh, we published this paper in 1990, showing that uh, TRH acts totally independently from the thyroid gland, and that melatonin is not uh, affecting trh and uh, not only but the most astonishing fact was to observe that trh was uh, affecting uh, uh, the thymus keeping the thymus size so had a very powerful thymus reconstituting effect dramatic and also we injected for example a a virus deadly virus in the mice which is a encephalomyocarditis virus this virus killed the mice blocking the function of the of the heart encephalomyocarditis virus and we saw to our great surprise that trh was protecting the mice from this terrible virus so <laughs> this is a discovery because nobody knew about it So I started to be fascinated with TRH in 1989, and then I published the first paper. And the first paper is beautiful. When I read this first paper on TRH, I'm shivering, because I think, how could we do it? How could we achieve this? How could I write this? You know why? At that time, there was no internet, there was no way. I asked somebody to make a diagram and I made a slide which is still good is a miracle slide <coughs> where I was uh, uh, suggesting how TRH is uh, the centre of the system monitoring and controlling everything. It is a tripeptide which emerged uh, in the m- immemorial time from the from the primeval pond, you know boiling i don't know what and generated life and because this trh you find everywhere trh is ubiquitous in nature you find in alfalfa grass you find in in the algae you find in the grass you find in the grass you know alfalfa you know very famous Herba Medica. and you find trh everywhere in the body and you find in the most crucial position for maintaining life, <laughs> you find it uh, in the pineal, and that is why I was thinking of the of the that should be uh, controlling, you know, uh, the, the thyroid. I, 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 I found we find in the, in the hypothalamic center, we find in different region, but especially what is most astonishing. I should uh, help us, as I am trying to do to solve the problem of diabetes, type 1 and type 2, is contained in the beta cells of the pancreas producing insulin. We could not survive without TRH in the beta cell of the pancreas, providing the, re- the synthesis and the release of insulin burning sugar. So, it is, and We still live are living excuse me, in a primitive world, because some uh, logic links like this escape the attention. But it's a fundamental because we need the TRH, what? To live, to survive every day. Because every day we must burn our sugar with insulin. And without TRH in the beta cell of the pancreas, uh, no insulin would be released. And we would die hyperglycemia. You understand
0: that? The TRH in the body, based on what you're saying right now, is it measurable? Can we measure it?
1: It can be measured, but it's uh, complicated and expensive. Okay. In my view, as it is totally harmless, because TRH, you can also, like melatonin, inject intravenous, the huge amount has been done, produces no side effects at all. It's totally not, uh, uh, not noxious agent. So practically all nature has invented this molecule, which have very important roles, and are totally innocent.
0: So it's not a hormone, it's a molecule.
1: It's the wrong name. It's not even a hormone. It's not a hormone, it's a molecule. having. Uh, uh, I don't know what appropriate name we should give uh, to this molecule. This is real, we should devise a new name. Uh, this is, I a think is a life-generating molecule. This is a
0: life-generating molecule.
1: So why range. do we need
0: it, if we have it? This is the part I'm confused about. If we have it in the body, why do we need more?
1: Because it is a lifesaver. Because if you are diabetic, if you have a low function, whatever it is, it is a lifesaver. It changes completely your life expectation. It changes completely your feeling. The only thing which you shouldn't do, also because it's very expensive, unfortunately, until now, uh, to produce it, because we don't take profit, but we have to pay for the, the substance from the company I know for 20 years. They like me, they, they know me. Is uh, that TRH is not like a melatonin. Mm-hmm. Melatonin you should take always. If you want to make some, uh, to pose some interval, better to do it in spring or in autumn. And the changes for TRH? Season, no, for, for melatonin. melatonin. TRH is not like a melatonin. TRH is a lifesaver. TRH, it gives a push to the whole body by a mechanism which is largely unknown. There are some hypotheses about the fact that TRH should probably be a molecule which is allowed in the first uh, living cells, in the first uh, element in the, in the, ma- in the uh, uh, primeval pond, where the first molecule uh, 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 assembled together generate, I don't know, a cell membrane, uh, to um, help to open and close the, uh, the gate for calcium for calcium through the cell membrane. There are papers, there are many hypotheses, there are books. It is not an anomaly, there are a lot of papers published uh, uh, especially for uh, neural diseases have been applied in neural diseases, uh, neurodegenerative diseases uh, of all kind uh, without producing any side effects, any damage. So
0: in the uh, longevity field, would this be considered the new fountain of youth?
1: Well, in my view is first uh, real, there may be others, so maybe precursor or uh, um, derivatives from TRH, the dipeptide. there is a dipeptide deriving from TRH, uh, cyclo uh, is, uh, pro. There is another molecule, smaller molecule which is also active, but TRH is a very powerful. However, TRH uh, it disappears immediately in your mind mu- when you take it sublingual. Disappears, goes to the blood, but is rapidly disappearing. And uh, and other compound derive from tiny TRH, even smaller. But what I observed in mice is very important. TRH given non-stop uninterruptedly in the drinking water or day or night, we did all sorts of experiments for a long period, don't prolong their life because there is a surplus, there is too much energy given and it I is wish. not necessary yeah. let us say, what I am doing now to certain patients taking TRH also with diabetic or with other pathologies. Um, for years, for many years what I do now is to give uh, for uh, let's say 20 days making intervals because the benefit of TRH you feel after you have taken it uh, let's say for 20 days a month then you wait if you wait, you feel the benefits frankly talking uh, even to be TRH is still a mystery I don't claim to know everything. I know only from the experience I did. The TRH should not be taken on stop, but in intervals. So, so one month, yes, one month, not. Because the mice taking TRH, you recover the function of the gonads, of the testicles. Fantastic papers uh, I published now in the Stromboli 5th Stromboli Conference. is now impress, uh, no, published by the Bentham book. Uh, the CAST's current Aging Science Journal, uh, in the index of PubMed, and uh, and then uh, it has an astonishing uh, aging reversing properties. You can see repopulation of the population of the gonads, you can see recovery of the glomeruli of the kidney which degenerate. You know that the mice Generally, when they age, they die of nephrosclerosis, uh, kidney sclerosis. They they don't filtrate anymore. And the kidneys are full of uh, uh, deposit of uh, amyloid, some amorphous material, which affects the kidney of the mice, amyloidosis. I've worked a lot on amyloidosis, experimental amyloidosis, at the beginning of my career. And you know what? DRH restored uh, filtration capacity of the kidney. Can you imagine something like that? This is an aging reversing effect. But you should give a push, give a restoring activity and stop. Not go on. Right. Because a, cyclical, probably, a cyclical then, right? Cyclical. Because I don't know why, but it's like that.
0: What do you think of growth hormone? Oh, Remember? I, I
1: would not take a growth hormone. I think if you restore the capacity of the pineal gland uh, with melatonin, uh, you don't need uh, to take a gross hormone. Gross hormone is a dangerous hormone, in my view. Gross hormone can temporarily f- c- c- keep your feet, uh, the muscle, you know, these people, uh, athlete, Weightlifting. athletes. Uh, I wouldn't take, uh, contrary to all my colleague, expert, uh, endocrinology claim, because they are. A- they are hormonal, they make the hormonal patchwork. I dislike this kind of intervention with hormones. I think it's stupid. It's silly and it's not logic and not scientific. I dislike the endocrinology uh, prescribing that hormone, that hormone. It will not cure you. It will disrupt the hormonal system. It will disrupt the, the spider web. You understand? Because you put uh, a hormone, it will shake the web and alter, change, disrupt the, the web. It is stupid. I, I mean, if you have a severe lack of testosterone, let us say you are impotent you don't generate spermatozoa, I don't know what. Then is licit in various, in various rare cases to give some testosterone. I know because I invited all of to Stromboli Michael Carruthers, the greatest andrologist in the world. He is my friend. Then you have to help the poor aging man to, to restore a little bit its vitality, its libido, and so on. This I can understand. If you are hypothyroid, you have to replace with T3, T4, especially T3. Uh, if you have uh, adrenal insufficiency generally I don't give cortisone I give some ACTH which give a push to your adrenal gland to produce, No no ACTH, oh, ACTH. stimulating hormone from the pituitary gland which will give a push to your adrenal not to be sleepy uh, to 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 atrophize, but to give a push to restore and to produce your own corticosteroids Of course, in some cases, uh, for example, you have uh, some inflammation, other problem, um, or lung problem. You can take some cortisone. Of course, you can take. But I won't say I hate, dislike, and I find a criminal all these endocrinologists running around the world, uh, writing books, and making commerce medical school. Who? Push hormones and hormones their patients, you know take this hormone, take this hormone, this is stupid, a criminal
0: What about the integrative medical doctors that refer to themselves as complementary medicine doctors that are giving men and women bioidentical hormones and testing them through twenty four hour urine analysis, etc, and trying to make sure that their levels are balanced and it's are- totally impossible. Why?
1: Because it is impossible, because you temporarily can do something. But to reset the clock, you must start from the top. Because the hormones are regulated by the pineal, hypothalamus, pituitary gland. Is there that you have to act to restore the hormone production and cyclicity not the just giving hormones okay i get it, it so is one is totally caused... impossible okay. and ridiculous so here.
0: basically in the context in which you're speaking to be given bioidentical hormones without going directly and dealing with the regenerating the clock Silos- it's patchwork
1: it's patchwork i call it a hormonal patchwork i hate it because but many do it They make money they spend uh, people uh, waste a lot of money they make a lot of useless tests uh, let them do it, I cannot stop uh, these people around the world. Now it's become a fashion. You what know? about the
0: complementary medicine doctors that are not aware of your findings? What can I do? They should but they're, be but inter- let's say some of them are very good people and they're not criminal, but all they know is the patchwork. Yeah, I know.
1: What can I do? I have a, a medical uh, handbook. I have a, a medical... Uh, uh, book I have in Italian and in English where I describe everything and what I'm trying to do now with a doctor, a lady, a very good lady in, in the North Italy is to set up a medical school. A medical school by intern, via internet I think it's the only way to reach these people because I cannot set up a school where people come and sit and you have a lecture, it's impossible. So you can talk to the whole world, teaching them how to restore the immune, the neuroendocrine immune system. And what I am doing now in my passion for over 15 years. So I know perfectly how to do it, how to extend this knowledge to the good doctor, which would like very much to have. And I have some of them came to me and now are in my team. They can take care also of my passion, because I cannot take care of <laughs> I do it for a, a scientific reason. I did it. Now it's finished. So how can we do it via the internet? With the website, where it's is Dr. Pierpaoli Medical School? Uh, this is uh, how you can cure that, what you can do that. It is all written. I have already. The, the head book
0: do you have a name of your website yet people can go to or no, uh, yes, not yet or it... I
1: didn't put that okay, yet not
0: yet
1: it should be separate Okay. To make confusion sure it should be medical Dr. Pea medical school if you want to start you are welcome everything <laughs> yeah everything is ready but you know I don't have the time I don't have the power the collaboration and the money to do what I could do Now, I cannot do that. I have a limitation. Limitations are not intellectual, scientific, are social, are economic. I'm not a powerful man. Oh, I think
0: you are. Yeah, but
1: listen, (laughs) if I could set up in Italy the health village, health hamlets, there are many people knowing it that would be totally enthusiastic. I am going to the region of Brescia, it's a very modern town in North Italy, very rich, very strong town in North Italy. Brescia, everybody knows me, because I go to the local television once a month, and they wait for me, and they love me. They would run, all of them, to the health family, to stay, to help, to collaborate, to set up this, to set up this, to take care of aging people, old people with the uh, uh, wheelchair. You understand it uh, the Health Hamlet is a great, great, great uh, story which must be realised how? Uh, With the proper people because it's ready. Uh, Everything is ready. We need uh, the uh, intelligent uh, investors who would understand that the health Hamlet is not uh, uh, to make uh, uh, poor people happy? No, it is uh, an investment which will have a return for self-maintenance and development of health Hamlet. You know, twenty years I have everything ready. Everything is written. There is a project with my friend Di Nicola Valerio in Rome. We tried uh, several times, but people, so investors, don't understand times are not very favorable but this would be the renaissance of italy for example the setup of a health summit all over the country because italy is already there they are already there but they are not populated because people don't go there <laughs> you know to these places where you have massage, you have this spa you know there are many stupid no. health summit is totally different people come follow my medicine but maybe it would be a good idea to make uh, to establish a medical school. The lady, the onla-
0: you're talking about online medical school. Yes, online medical school it would
1: be certainly very successful. But I don't have the time. I don't have the power. I have now some good collaborators like the lady who called today, who is a. Uh, uh, well, yeah, unfortunately, they don't talk English, you know, most of Italians don't talk English, this is a problem.
0: If in fact the pineal gland is the way to hormonal intersynchronization, this is your language. Very right, yes. Okay, and if what you found out was that this discovery is profound, protective, resets the cyclical clock, And functions not only to reverse aging and to optimize longevity, bringing us youth again and putting the pineal gland into a youthful state. And that melatonin as a supplement is protective if it's done properly. Yes. If it cycles between 1 and 3 in the morning. And it's very specific how it has to happen. And if it has the right has composition. Specific, uh,
1: juvenile peak.
0: So then, when you add TRH, which also has to be cycled, it works differently and independently, even though it's in the body, which we'll be hearing about in the new book. Hopefully, which will be out, is it 2013, you think, or 2014? I think 2013
1: it's ready. should really?
0: be. Really? Yes, That's I hope. That's
1: major. Okay. Well, I mean, i mean. In the good company of two wonderful persons who are very clever and enthusiastic, I said you must have passion, enthusiasm, intuition, and you must uh, have determination and hard-working people, yes. Right. But, of course, it may be not at the end, the beginning, next year, I don't know. We are not in a hurry after all, sure. yes. Also, because I start uh, clinical work, I want to document what I say. If I say that reversing reverse in human, I must show it. It's very easy, because you just need some blood tests to show reversal of aging. is <laughs> not necessary. That you, that you take the, the, the kidney or the testicle from, uh, from the poor fellow, but just to see how he, his blood uh, values are normalized. Because natural... What do you
0: look for in the blood, though, for example? Uh, simple blood test.
1: You need lipids. You watch uh, uh, the kidney function, the, the, the liver function, uh, the enzyme, liver enzymes, and uh, you have to watch uh, the prolactin, the hormone, the prolactin, T- TSH is very important because TSH must be very uh, to zero, so that fun- the, pi- the thyroid function must be perfect. It's very simple, you need only normal blood tests. One thing I want to stress, the logic of nature is so simple, so logic, which escapes our understanding. That is a problem, because we are basically, me included, stupid. Therefore, (laughs) therefore, I think TRH is opening my mind to a totally unexplored domain of life and death. And it's not melatonin, it's TRH, because TRH is a primeval life-generating molecule. This is why I want to write a book after 23 years in the company of TRH, because I started my first experiment with TRH in 1989. Excuse me, I am a patient person, like asiatic soul, but it is a time now to tell the story and to start using TRH really to reverse aging, to help people. I don't want to save the humanity. I think it's impossible not worse, But. Some groups will be enlightened uh, by this uh, discovery. I find it incredibly fascinating for me too. If I think of the TRH story, I I am almost paralyzed by amazement, enthusiasm, because we enter a new dimension of life, which is not chemistry and biochemistry, bioenergetic. Because TRH, has other, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to define this molecule. It's, uh, is it is it unstable? No, it is very unstable molecule. Because uh, instability means adaptability. And that is why it's so generous. It's so uh, versatile. Because TRH is unstable molecule adapting where it is needed. is everywhere. Uh, it's not just doing that, you know, the, the classical chemical, biochemical scheme, doing that. Not at all. It's a totally different story. It has nothing to do with chemistry and biochemistry. It's
0: intelligent. Though.
1: It's an intelligent molecule which has generated life, obviously, because it contained histidine, which is an unstable amino acid. Instability creates life, not stability, Yes, excuse me, if you agree. yeah? yeah. <clears throat> the same even in the, in the Bible is written, "Life is becoming. God is, God is becoming. And uh, the instability from chaos has generated life. And these molecules are in our body. That is a story which should be appreciated. <laughs> we are trapped by chemistry by chemistry by schemes. Uh, even the, the hormonal story, you know. I give this hormone, I give this hormone. It's ridiculous. You cannot uh, cure by giving that and giving that. You must restore the clock from the top. And you remember one thing: I can restore uh, I can cure. And restore uh, people from severe diseases of all kinds without TRH. Because if you reset the clock from the top by giving melatonin and enhancing hormonal cyclicity and restoring the clock hormonal intersynchronization, you don't need TRH because the body is going to produce its own TRH. But if you have a rapid effect, a restoration of <laughs> of, uh, uh, of, uh, uh, from a very uh, severe ca- uh, lack of uh, stability, then you can restore it immediately with TRH. And that is why TRH you don't need to give all the time. It's not the old story. It's a new story. TRH uh, is a rapid edge, life-saving agent, restoring your equilibrium, your balance in a blitz in a short time and then you can be it can be maintained is a light life generating and maintaining molecules this is why i want to write a book and i have already been using trh in patients many years now uh with uh, my system there are patients rare very few because uh, It is very expensive, and they have to pay for it. I cannot give it as a present. It is impossible. And, you know, I work with my foundation. So I am non-profit. I don't want to be there who shows I am generous. No, I need money for my research, for my family. But for my family, I don't need the millions. (laughs) I would not. What to do with it? I would put immediately in the research. <laughs> I would hire people, you know. If I would be rich, I would be a a mecene. I would be a mecenata, you say, mecene. You know, the Roman uh, rich man uh, giving money to help. I would be a me- mecene. Uh, but I cannot be. So it it is difficult to... Uh, to entangle, to districate yourself from the concept which has radicated in our head about chemistry and biochemistry, It is is bioenergetics. The great Arder zen Nobel Prize, he wrote books, was well, the first book I read when I entered research after uh, becoming a medical doctor in 1960. The first l- l- m- uh, book I read of that genius, who discovered all the vitamin C, Albert Zengiorgi, with Linus Pauling, uh, the first book I read was Bioenergetics, Albert Zengiorgi, a wonderful book, which I think I read in 1960. Until now, I believe, Bioenergetics is our energy. It is not chemistry, biochemistry or more, no. It's something different. It's a different level. So we are entering a new level of control of our health, of our longevity. And uh, when the people will see, as I saw in Las Vegas, and the Stromboli Conference, the book will be published, and I will put it, of course, in the new book, eh? In the States, uh, now we are developing, uh, when the people will uh, will see that, uh, who can (coughs) tell me it is not true? It is true. It was true for me. What a great surprise. After so many surprises, this is a great surprise to see the uh, the, the testicle of an old mouse becoming like an explosion of permatozoa and the kidney being restored to function. Excuse me. This is not a miracle. It's not a miracle. It's a fact that we start understanding how life was generated and how life is maintained. Because I usually repeating uh, uh, Sir Peter Meda the great Nobel Prize whom I met uh, once, who uh, was one of the first organizers of hormones and immune response in London in 1972. It is not molecules which change molecules. They are not changed during evolution, but they adapt themselves to new functions. So TRH generated life, but is incorporated in our body. In the most vital function, without this activity, we would not exist because we would die immediately without TRH in the beta cells of the pack can you understand so don't tell me this is a advanced medicine we are in the middle age of medicine you understand we are in the middle age we lack logic this molecule has so strong logic that it defies our stupid mind so excuse me now we have trh brh may not be the only molecule But it works and we have it and we can manufacture it and we can use it. I'm using it in different pathologies, in uh, severe maculopathy, uh, eye diseases, uh, in diabetes, uh, in severe cardiovascular diseases. In the worst condition, you can use it and see the results. The logic of nature uh, defies our limited. Understanding. It is a logic which has been hidden for billions of years. So, um, for me, this ultimate uh, defiance it is a TRH, the, the ultimate defiance, because now we can start really understanding the uh, why we age, what we are, where we are going, how we can understand the mechanism of our clock our biological clock, which leads are to, can lead us to late death in uh, 120, 110, 120. We can understand the mechanism not only of growing and uh, developing, the mechanism of death, why we die. As I have shown in this experiment with the mice, where the very old pineal gland was implanted in the normal young mouse, it accelerates, uh, it uh, uh, anticipates their death. It creates a situation which is all unbelievable because a tiny gland contains something which gives the death signal. Anticipated aging in the young mouse. Unbelievable. Because uh, can you imagine, uh, like, uh, I don't know, he like to put uh, P, <laughs> into the ocean <laughs> so to say because it's so small that it, put, it anticipated the aging of a young mouse because the pineal gland is a clock for growing, for maintaining health, but also for aging and for dying. The death clock. Is- so it's
0: obviously one of the most important glands in the body. Yes. There was a researcher named Jennifer Luke. I think I told you about her earlier when she was in England and she had done research on the effects of fluoride on the pineal gland mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and found out that if you continue to take fluoride in your water, you will calcify your pineal gland. It's possible.
1: I must confess that I don't know what happens in the pineal gland, how it works, but uh, uh, some cases the calcification does not uh, create any problem even with a calcified pineal gland, but it's not that it's totally calcified. Because maybe the real effect of the pineal gland, the melatonin gives the message of the night. But there are uh, theories about, as I told you already, that there are some crystals.
0: Oh, the magnetite
1: in the pineal gland which are synchronized with uh, lunar cyclicity and they react and create this feedback because after all the lunar cyclicity is fundamental, was fundamental for generating life on the planet because uh, the, the life generated in the primordial oceans and then the, these animals came out, you know. After a while, Do you really believe that? I think so. Yes, you think there, that's are not there are even fishes there. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Life was generated in the ocean, probably <laughs> on the bottom of the oceans, and uh, but who knows?
0: Okay.
1: Anyhow, uh, I think the moon is most fascinating. In fact, uh, we did uh, some experiment. I will publish it. Uh,
0: Oh, I'd love to hear about the that effect, when you're the, ready. On the
1: effect of the moon. Uh, we have done this experiment. I didn't publish it. Astonishing to show that the moon is very important for our health. The moon's cyclicity <laughs> is linked to, the, to everything. Can you imagine? I mean, we are a tiny planet uh, lost in the universe. Um, heavy, where life has been generated, but I don't think it's been generated only here. But uh, we are here. We live very, very few years. I would like to understand more because I'm curious. I'm not uh, interested to do anything else than to satisfy my curiosity.
0: I love it that you love to learn. It makes for refreshing dialogue and for very exciting discoveries.
1: The great uh, Dante Alighieri, our great genius, said we were not born to live like brutes, brutes, but to... uh, pursue, to follow virtue and knowledge. Th- for this we were born, not to be, live like brutes, you know, like the majority of
0: course. Dr. Walter Pierpaoli, yes. it is a great pleasure and an honor to meet you and to come here and to spend time with you and to learn from you and to bring the synthesis of what's available now to the public. And I really want to thank you. On thank behalf you. of its rainmaking time and Wayback Water, who has sponsored this interview, and Dan Nelson, who's a physicist and a brilliant man who believes in its rainmaking time and is interested in bringing new knowledge to the public in his particular area, it's bioenergetics and water. We want to thank him. And for those of you listening, you can go to the Positron Group at positroninfo.com. Call Nancy at 870. Seven four one five eight seven seven. How do people reach you and how do they order well, the product?
1: I, I, we have a formula <laughs> done in Switzerland and uh, being reproduced by the company in Italy. But easier would be to revert to anti-aging systems because they have our melatonin. And it give the website
0: address, anti-aging systems.com.
1: It dot is www.antiagingsystems.com dash systems.com. There you find the melaton Pauli formula.
0: Fabulous.
1: Because it's easier probably than to order in Italy. It's complicated.
0: I, I thank you for all of the pioneering work that you've done. And I want you to know that I definitely understand the disappointments along the way and the shocks in the system when you're introducing new knowledge that there's usually arrows in your back and we're very excited at the work that you're doing and the path you're on. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. you are welcome. <laughs> Maybe I will remember something. Oh, I forgot it. But it's There's true. always
0: a second time. <laughs> like a second. There's always more. Yeah. And and if you wouldn't <clears throat> mind saying my three favorite words with me, it's rainmaking time.
1: It's rainmaking time. <laughs> I like it very much. At the beginning, I didn't understand what it means. <laughs> rainmaking, because rain, water, brings health. Fertilization, fertility, yes. Very, very good, very good. Compliment. Uh, My (laughs) compliments to you. Thank you. Thanks for your trust. God bless you. God bless you.